This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us on this Sunday morning. We are joined on the phone now by a man by the name of Lauren Smith, a Percy Lake resident. Lauren, thank you so much for taking a few moments to chat with us this morning. Uh, no problem. Uh, first off, uh, I'm very sorry about the loss of your house. So you uh, you had just moved to the area not too, too long ago uh, in the Pressy Lake area, and uh, it was lost to fire. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We retired and moved there on May 27th and got about a month and a half out of it before we got evacuated. So uh, then found out just recently we lost a home along with several others uh, at Pressy Lake. What was it like to, uh, I mean, the stress, I would imagine, of the evacuation order, but then to learn that the house was gone? Uh, it's something I've never experienced before. It's, it's uh, still seems unbelievable that it's happened, uh, but uh, yeah, it's like nothing else before. It's horrible. Hmm. Have you been able to get back to the area to see uh, what remains? Uh, no, the fire was, uh, the fire actually went through Pressy Lake either I think it was uh, August the 12th or the early morning hours of uh, the 13th, but uh, no, we haven't been able to get in there. Um, our insurance people can't get in there. Um, just the government officials like the TNRD have been in there, apparently with some photos and that just to uh, let us know that it's happened. So, And have you been able to see the photos? Yeah, we have uh, got a couple of photos and there's also a drone footage and some other photos. I'm not sure who got in there to take the photos, but I recognize our property um, in most of the photos that were taken. Mm. Uh, and so where are you uh, living now? Uh, right now, just a friend of mine's uh, helped us out in Port Coquitlam and sleeping on a hide-a-bed right now for the time being, but uh, uh, we're probably going to have to look for something um, for, for something about uh, going to keep us for about a year, year and a half uh, before we can get a chance to get in there and rebuild. If we can rebuild, we're not sure, but uh, we'll see. Right now, we're in Port Coquitlam. Uh, you mentioned uh, insurance. You have insurance. So, how has the process been of even starting that uh, down the the insurance uh, the insurance road to get to coverage and to, and to start rebuilding? Yeah, we've we've talked to the insurance people, and uh, the claim is being processed right now. It's going to be slow, obviously. If it's probably very busy for them too with what's going on in the province and uh, elsewhere. But uh, um, yeah, they can't get into the site. They have to get into the site first before we can even get it cleaned up because they have to do an assessment and uh, they can't even get in. So um, right now they're uh, um, helping us out with, uh, I guess, financial um, assistance right now. We haven't got the check yet, but uh, apparently it's coming. Oh, that's uh, that's some good news, uh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, um, you talked a bit about this as well. The, um, the the first steps, and I think people would be devastated that their house is gone. But you do have to take steps. So you you went ahead and cancelled the the power, cancelled the services going to the house. What was that experience like? It was actually pretty easy for the most part. Uh, when we found out our house was lost, we um, sometime during that day, I thought, okay, well, we better cancel all these services like hydro and uh, our internet server and uh, a TV supplier. So uh, phoned uh, Hydro and Shaw direct, and uh, they canceled. They were really, really good. They uh, canceled our service and didn't charge us for the any part of the month, and they also are giving us a free reconnection fee when it's time for us to uh, rebuild. 
And uh, on the other end of the scale, we talked to ExploreNet, our internet service, and uh, they refused to do anything for us other than give us a free month and reevaluate us in four or five months. That's and when they said that. What was your response? Um, I thought they at first they didn't understand what I said because I told them our house was gone and it burned to the ground, and I just really didn't couldn't figure out what they were thinking when they said no. Well, we'll, re- we'll reassess you in four or five months, and I then I told them again. I said, well, there will be no reassessment because there's no home. You're there's no there's no equipment there, and. Uh, she said, well, unfortunately, you're, uh, the lady I talked to said, unfortunately, you're uh, under contract, so we can't do anything for you other than uh, reassess you in four months. And I just said, that's ridiculous. So I asked for a supervisor, and uh, I was literally put on a hold for over an hour and never got another, never got a supervisor. The lady came back and said, you, we're going to get somebody to call you in a couple of days. Well, this went on for three or four days before I called back, and, and no one had called me back. And I went through the same process uh, three times in the last few weeks here since the house burned. And uh, uh, the last time, I think it was on Friday, I just, I called them and I or no, it was Thursday, I called them and uh, I said, I, I demand to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody here because uh, um, I got to get this straightened out and fixed. It's the last thing I need right now to have that on my, the back of my, uh, in the back of my mind while I'm dealing with the loss of the house. And they, uh, Basically, he said, okay, well, this time we'll cancel your service, but you owe us $500 for the uh, equipment that was lost in the fire. And I just I just couldn't believe it. So uh, um, they said they're not going to do anything other than that, and uh, they'll get another supervisor to call me. Well, again, the last few weeks, not one supervisor ever did call me in that time period. So um, I just went to social media and put it out on Facebook, and that told, them my, told everyone my experience. Well, apparently... Over four or five hundred people um, sent emails, Twitter um, calls, and everything else. And uh, by that night, I had some higher higher up in the company phone me and said that uh, they're very sorry. There must have been a miscommunication, and uh, all charges and fees have been dropped. Uh, which I guess is a good outcome, but oh, still yeah. pretty unbelievable that you had to do that and you had to go and, and harness the power of social media to get a response. Exactly, and. Uh, uh, it was it was uh, a pretty stressful day that day. Like it, it pretty much consumed most of my day. It was just dealing with that, and uh, um, but yeah, I had to say thanks to all the people people I'd never met. They were sending um, emails and everything off and letting me know what they've done, sending me copies of what they what they sent them, and they were totally disgusted and everything else. But uh, yeah, it's all been resolved, and uh, I don't owe them owe them anything, and. Uh, and if I can help it, when we do rebuild, if there's another server up there, I won't be using them again. Is that uh, absolutely poor customer service? I mean, lots of people said, "Oh, it's claimed on your insurance," but uh, um, my insurance is—we've got a set amount for building and contents, and uh, I don't think there's any reason why I should have to take five hundred dollars out of that set amount to rebuild to give them for their equipment when I know darn well that they have their own equip- their own insurance for their equipment. And it's also it's also the optics of it. Here's the the internet provider that many people in that part of the province use for no other reason that they don't have another option. And your house burnt down. You and you aren't the only person that's in that scenario. Uh, it no. just seems like they're completely tone deaf to what's happening. Apparently, at the time, I'm pretty sure that uh, after all of this and uh, the publicity. Um, 
the negative publicity that they've had for the last couple of days has probably changed their tune, and I'm sure they're reevaluating everything to uh, maybe accommodate uh, people, the fire victims of BC. And, and again, you, you mentioned as well when you got the hydro and the TV shut off, it was a very different response. Absolutely. They were more than compassionate. They actually talked to me about it and asked how we were doing. And uh, um, it was like it was it was a good feeling talking to them. And uh, they assured us there's no fees and uh, come back to them. They've got us on file now that uh, when it's time to rebuild, they're going to reconnect for no charge, no fees, no nothing. They're going to help us out big time. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they're doing that with uh, quite a few of the fire victims that lost their homes completely. Because like you said, it's, it's a stressful time. Uh, the people that haven't lived through it, I'm sure, can only imagine how much stress uh, you're going through. And the last thing you need is uh, a company doing this to you. Yeah, exactly. No, it, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it was a horrible experience. It was a learning experience. And uh, um, I just, we just want to move on now and, and stay positive and try to get through all this. It's going to be a long road here before we uh, rebuild. It's probably going to be a year and a half, maybe two years. And in the meantime, we've got to find a place to... Day. We want to get back up into the South Caribou there where we can be closer as our adjuster for insurance is out of Kamloops and builders up there and everything. We want to be involved with the community up there still. So uh, um, this is just temporary right now uh, until we can find something to cut something up there and uh, figure out what our insurance is, how they're going to help us out uh, with paying rent. <laughs> exactly. And do you hope to rebuild in the Pressy Lake area? Uh, yeah, that's our plan right now. But after seeing some of those pictures and... Uh, um, it's going to be pretty difficult to look. A lot of the neighbors are probably never going to come back there again that we've met up there, I'm guessing. And uh, just by some of the pictures we've seen, um, we've we got to really think about it. And another concern of ours is, uh, is the groundwater going to be contaminated and uh, what the process there is, if it is contaminated from all the fires, just with all the chemicals and hazardous waste, waste that's uh, there now. If they don't get in there soon to clean it up, we're worried about if it starts to rain or even the snow falls on it before uh, they even get a chance to get in there because there's a lot of fire still burning around there. Yeah, exactly. Um, just before I let you go, what drew you to that area in the first place to retire? Um, I've been going up there since I was a kid to the Caribou and uh, always was a dream of mine. And uh, we decided that uh, we're going to look up there to retire and uh, found the opportunity to do that. We looked up there for about... Uh, three or four weeks on weekends and found that place at Pressy Lake. Beautiful one acre, three bedroom, two bathroom home overlooking uh, just across the street from the lake. Well, um, Lauren Smith, uh, I'm sorry for your loss, uh, you and and the many others that have lost their homes uh, in this uh, wildfire season. But thank you. I'm glad things uh, did finally work out uh, with ExploreNet. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us and talking with us this morning. Yeah, no problem, Jill. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.